driving yeah. range. And then I walked out the back door of my house, and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I walked right back inside, planted my ass on the couch, and uh, continued to watch Game of Thrones. Which, I mean, thank God that we live that lifestyle, because right. I can only imagine if you're a dude out there, or a woman, I guess, who's out there like doing an actual physical labor outside. job in 90-degree in, oh. in heat and 90% humidity, like, God bless you, dude. Like, that just seems awful to me. Yeah, my buddies are roofers. Right. And, oh, I can only imagine. Like, did, this morning when I walked out of my apartment, it's all muggy this morning. Already. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, there's a level of uncomfortableness at 5 o'clock in the morning. I can only assume yes. when, it's, when it's 5 o'clock in the evening, uh, you know, just absolutely, absolutely terrible there. It's brutal. Dude, I don't want no part of that. Thank God we made the decisions we did. Because, honestly, I would be stuck out there doing something, just hating it and being miserable. and Begging like, for change. Right. Yeah. Right. That's just exactly what it would be. For 77 and Tusk right there. Oh, boy. That sounds terrible. Your boy hasn't showered in three weeks. That's oh, that sounds even worse. You life. know me. That's the life. Yeah, right I know there. you need the shower. Ah, you need the bath. The bath is what you need when you're Stansberry. <laughs> I took one, two baths in the last year, and yes, it was a, like a home remedy situation. <laughs> the muscles were sore. I needed the Epsom salt because I'm, I, you know, I'm two hundred. Yeah, I did. I did do that the other day. Not yesterday, though. No, I uh, I understand. You're getting up there, and dude, you gotta you gotta rest those bones sometimes. What did you do yesterday? What's the stories of Stansberry? I uh, honestly, like I said, I was I was thinking about going to the driving range, and I was like, nah. So you know, Game of Thrones starts again on Sunday, so I was like, all right, let's spend this week. Let's get caught up on season six. Make sure you remember everything. What do you think this is? The third, fourth time you've gone through that series? Uh, yeah, it's probably the third time. But I'm only doing season six this okay. time. Like I didn't okay. go back and like redo the whole thing. I did just do it a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, I was gonna say I felt like it was probably if not summertime, early spring that you uh, that you went back and did the whole thing. Um, now this is the end of the Dragon Show, right? This no, is, I think no? they. Uh, no, I think now I'm hearing rumors about season eight. Like season seven's gonna be here, and then they're gonna do season eight. And I and and again, I'm, I'm hearing rumors, and apparently every episode's gonna be like feature length long. Which I think might be a mistake. Like movie length long? Yeah. Uh, At that point, it's like, guys, come on. It's it's an hour. It's good. You got the whole world captivated by it. I, let's not overreach here. It's so weird with TV shows, especially like Game of Thrones, but like TV shows in general where, you know, it used to be you could watch a movie and like get the whole story and see something. You could like see a book turn into a movie and be like, awesome, that's cool. Now it's like this book has to be a series. It has to be like a, mm-hmm. a you know, and with seasons. And those seasons all have 10 episodes. I mean, that's 10 hours per season. Like, that's just such an investment to me. It's so much. Networks now, unless you can give me six of something, they don't want it. Right. Unless, you know, unless it's like a franchise of like, give me six of these, they don't want it. And I guess that applies to movies, too, and they've obviously grown in length of time, I feel like. I mean, I, I would have to assume oh, God, the yeah. average movie today versus the average movie 25 years ago, it has to be like 30-plus minutes long. Which is crazy, because all we ever hear about is right. how our attention spans are shorter than ever before. I, I mean, there's plenty of times, especially with like, especially with these superhero movies, and that's the biggest problem. Ugh. If you have, if you have a movie that deserves it, if you have a movie, and I don't want to say like Inception because I didn't think that was that good, but still like a complex movie should have been better. A complex movie that has a lot to it, and you kind of have to go into it, and and you kind of have to, you know, give it its due time. Then fine, but like, dude, Avengers, I don't need you to be two and a half. Right, hours. bit by a spider, Batman, now you can climb right. buildings. I don't Got need it. You to be two and a half hours long. I Got don't. It. I, I just don't. I can't stick around for an hour and a half of you let alone two and a half i um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tattletale on myself here narc but i uh i used my my jailbroken fire stick the other day to to steal a movie okay to and 
to steal a movie, but I watched Wonder Woman. Okay. From the like and I fell asleep in it because I watched it. It was like last weekend, and I wa- and, and it was kind of late at night. It was like late Saturday night, and I started it kind of late, and I was like, all right. And I thought it was pretty good. Like I was like, all right, as I was watching it, and I, I just I keep meaning to go back to it and finish it, right. but like I thought it was pretty good while I was watching it. But I was sitting there going, why is it taking so long to get her in the goddamn suit? I'm 40. Right. I know right. Wonder Woman. I this is like, dude, this is a fan. Like we know this. Why is it taking this long? And I understand that with every reinvention, with every new Spider-Man that comes out, with every new Batman that comes out, you're gonna have to reset the table. And I I'm okay with that. But you don't need to spend the first half of the movie doing it. Right. Just set the table. Okay, she's an Amazon princess or an Amazon goddess or whatever the hell she is. And and, and all right, she's now, a good-looking woman, and that now woman. she's and now she's out there kicking ass, like, yeah. and that's the yeah. part that we all kind of want to get yeah. to there. Though. That's all I needed. Um, how is life with the fire stick? I've been flirting with the idea of cutting the cord recently, and I, I just I'm I'm looking for options, and I'm I'm that's honestly something like when we go on vacation that I'm going to sit down and like, all right, how can I how can I do this? Like, what I, am I going to do? So I've had it forever, mm-hmm. right? And I haven't cut the cord. It's not reliable enough. It's. <laughs> Yes, all right. Like, I watched Chips over the weekend, too. Yeah. I did that. And then I watched... And, like, some things are, like, really good quality. Some uh-huh. things aren't. And, like, but the Wonder Woman was, like... It was great quality, and yet there was, like, Asian subtitles. That, that You know what I mean? But once... The subtitles are all right. That, yeah. I'll do that versus, like shaky quality like if it's not good quality i want like a lot of people will like i did for star wars because i was like all right i want to see this but for like most things i don't care about it enough to watch something that's bad quality no i i don't want to watch some dude in in the in the theater holding his phone right that's that's not i I, but i'm conflicted i know i'm stealing i don't like feeling like that they're already cracking down on it in the uk they're talking five years in prison if they catch you with it Jeez. which at that point right you might as well kill somebody Five years in prison. I don't know if they'll be able to make God, that stick, damn. but but I mean that's what they're that's what the headlines are. I mean I I don't know if they've been able to make right. that stick on anybody, but that's what the headlines are. And the last thing I want is to be five years deep into a prison bid over a movie <laughs> I didn't want to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like seriously, this is the risk yeah, now of all the laws you've broken in your life. That's the right. one that puts you behind bars, Sansbury right. and the Slammer. That's what I'm talking about. I just I I, I just feel on the opposite side of that yes you are kind of committing a little bit of highway robbery there but dude, totally spectrum is just hosing me every single month and i'm looking at my life right now and i'm like well dude where could you tighten the belt and i'm like well that's definitely Table for sure that's definitely a place you could do it dude, and you hate like uh, scripted programming you hate it like i i'm i'm i can't remember the last thing you liked i was like oh yeah man it was really good i mean but it, what i get into the habit of right there though is that like it's just easier and i don't know why for me it's easier to turn on tbs and there's friends as opposed to turning it on netflix and there's friends but there's something <laughs> but about there is. it but there's something about it that what just, did i say about netflix I don't is know. that what they haven't figured out is the channel surfing aspect Everything's exit all the way back out, mm-hmm. back to the menu, scroll, mm-hmm. try to find something. If they find a way to give you the option of you can watch Friends and still click through everything else right. on there you'd rather be watching, Netflix, you'd never go back to cable. They have to figure out the channel surfing option. Yeah, they have to get that locked down. That's not a bad point, dude. Honestly, that's that's if, if, if you had the ability to go through and kind of find stuff, or I felt like if you had, you know, if you just say, I want to watch sitcoms, like funny sitcoms, and it's like, all right, here's an episode of Friends, here's an episode of The Office, here's an episode that of Malcolm is a good in the idea. Middle, here's an episode of Cheers. Here's all things right. like this 
show and we'll swap one every other right. episode will be a different show. That's not a bad idea. Right. Because you might stumble across things you like like and that. And then that way you'd be able to kind of Here's scrubs and friends. Without and, it just like I, I don't know. I just feel like you just I don't know. When you when you when you watch something on Netflix, it's just like it doesn't feel as the television experience isn't there for me as much. No, that's true, for sure. And and because you can go back and pause and all this stuff, nothing's as special as it used to be. Yeah. Like you used to have to catch shows. And I know that, you know, DVRs kind of like started that wave. It's not Netflix's fault or whatever, but things are becoming less and less special. But I am excited for Sunday. Game of Thrones. Like I haven't watched none show. of none of the trailers. None of that's I haven't read any of the blogs. I'm not doing any I'm staying away from it. It's like the one like scripted thing that I still like find to be like, yes, that's absolutely really good. Correct me if I'm wrong, we'll be dealing with like sleepy Stansberry Monday morning. You're staying up live for that? <sighs> I, I want to, but I almost wonder if I'm better served just to get Monday done. What about spoilers on the internet, dude? How pissed are you going to be if you see somebody ruin something for you? 6 a.m., you're starting the show off. Hey, it's Monday. I haven't watched Game of Thrones All right. yet. Yeah, you know what? Tuesday or, or Monday, yes, probably. The premiere, yes, I'll probably have okay. to stay up for. In the weeks to come, I'll be able to avoid Twitter and that, that kind of stuff and, and find out. Not only that, but you know, I'm reasonably intelligent. I know what search he's going to do and I know what Daenerys is going to do which by the way that's all I ever heard about with Game of Thrones when it came out which is how sexist it was and now all the people in power Arya, Sansa, Daenerys and Cersei all the women so dial down the rhetoric Twitter I have to have an uncomfortable conversation I'm going to make a request from our boss and I believe I'm going to be told no on it and it's going to make me want to dig in my heels and argue. And so I'm going to ask you for a little bit of help on how I should breach said conversation. Something happened in this building yesterday. And I honestly, instead of getting mad and like ruining stuff over it, I just walked it out to the parking lot and I left over it. I just left early. I was like, you know what? Nope, I'm out. I'll see you later. And so I'll tell you what happened next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. And welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. We'll pass out those uh, first pair of Vans Warped Tour tickets. That'll happen 645. That show is this coming Tuesday. Blossom Music Center. We looked up a bunch of the bands the other day. Fantone and I were like, okay, but I, I don't know who that is, but, but they sound cool. There was one band called You're Old. Like, that's it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Too old to be here. You gotta go home. Turn around. Meet your ride at the Uber tent. <laughs> You're out of here. I have an uncomfortable afternoon coming. Yeah, tell me the details. So, they've been doing some remodeling in the building here. They have. And it looks fantastic. Much better than it did, no question about like, that. Like, they've painted all the walls, mm-hmm. we got new carpet, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like, they've stepped it up a notch. And one of the things that they did in this process is they started moving around our seats. And now once upon a time, I had an office with like a closable door. And then they were like, well, no, you don't really warrant that. Let's put yeah. you out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then I was, you know, I was amongst the people and I wasn't wild about that. No, and the then, people weren't either. And then through the remodel, they kind of like stashed me in what I guess could be considered to be an office. It's more like a closet, but it's huge. It's got like, I mean, it's, it's long and narrow. Yeah. Right. And they have me in there with one other person, the promotions person, and I'm okay with that because her and I get along and she's cool. Yeah, she would be a good yeah, she's office okay. buddy. Like she would be a good. Wants to talk there. trash on her coworkers. Mm-hmm. Her and I get along. We see radio the same way. Mm-hmm. We're very. We're, we see things. We're eye to eye like that. And I, uh, but it's directly across from the bank of like on air studios, right? Which is not abnormal. 
No, I mean, there's obviously limited amount of space and majority of the space and rooms we have in this building are going to be dedicated to either a station or production or some sort right. of audio, you yes. know, that's that's what radio is. And keeping you close to the on-air studio is kind of what they like to do in case things go wrong or yeah. in case you need something out of your office during the show or whatever. Yeah. They try to make it to where you don't have to run around the entire building all morning. Which, by the way, before we go anywhere else, dude, thanks again for putting that coffee machine over in that office because not having to walk across the building for as little as that seems, dude, it is made a huge difference in it my does day. make a difference it does. you're welcome i uh, i'm so happy we have decent coffee to drink yeah. i it was nice. like you know i took on the, the cost i bought an extra coffee machine for my house because i brought mine in i don't care because it made my whole it's life easier but so i'm across from like the on-air studios now and yesterday and this has been happening a lot and i am very guilty of not saying something the first time it happens and just like like letting it build, letting it build, letting it build, and now here now like I gotta get it out. You are a bit of a stewer in that. Situation. I am, I will just, stew. Yep. I because part of me likes being mad at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> part of me really gets off on being mad at somebody. And this is not about Phantom. This is about another coworker. But one of the other studios, and I'm not gonna tell you which one it is. And a guy had his door open yesterday. And he was recording shows, and I don't think I'm pulling the curtain too back. I know I think a lot of you understand that some of the radio you hear is being recorded. Yeah. Right? This is not right now, but a lot of it is, you know, a lot of radio is. And so he was recording shows, I guess, for a later day part of the day or whatever. And was leaving the door open. And so now I don't really have a door to where they put me for my workspace now. And he's got the door to the studio open. And I'm hearing about how we're the sunshine of your life today because it's going to be all right. Turn us on. Keep us everywhere. Our radio. <laughs> all of it. All, for like two hours. Just screaming at the top of his lungs. Which, by the way, buddy, you're using a microphone. Yeah, yeah. It's if right I'm telling you to stop you. yelling, you need to stop yelling. It's, it's right there in front it's of right you. It's right there. It um, has the power. I, I like how it lasted for two hours when it's like the entire purpose of that is to save time is to it's save so time you don't have to be in the studio for two hours you should be able to get that done in like right. 15 minutes bro but. just do it live right if that's gonna be your thing just, is like just yeah just, just do it live the bull 96 and nine the bull coming up next now the big one <laughs> so <laughs> like, i even tweeted it right. i said i i i just wish that coworkers in this building would shut studio doors while they're recording shows. And I even said this because it's totally true. That is Radio 101. Certainly, being in a controlled environment of audio is pretty important. Like That's why I freak out about people coming in the studio while the show's on is because I don't want you hearing it. I don't want it being heard. I don't want it being a distraction. So while we're doing this, I'm focused in on this. I'm listening right. to this. And that's why you don't, like, if someone's walking by walking by your studio saying something swearing doing anything at that point that's we have microphones they will pick up that audio right why is the door open and this is the part i, I can't know. for the life of me figure out my first boss was his first boss which is the kind of guy who would take you by the collar and throw you out of the building for not knowing that and so he's just sitting there, and this is dude it's been every day since they moved me in there and yesterday was just like the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm probably a bigger animal. It was the straw that broke the, you know, the ox's back. It, it, you know, it just, I, I, I'm over it. And so, like, I feel like I got to go to my boss again and be like, yo, bro, you got to find another place in the building for me to be. Or, or, or what we do is we implement Radio 101 rules and we shut studio doors. Shut the door, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, nobody's, nobody's got to go anywhere. I mean, dude, the lack, dude, this, this one moment talking about, not just radio, in America, the standards, everything's just like sliding downhill. And it's crazy. 
Now, I, uh, I know I'm a, I'm a neurotic <laughs> head case, and everything makes me angry. I get it. But there are certain things you just do not do. This is more for the sake of him in that show. I mean, if you're going to be on, like, Mansfield's Mellow 97.1, the last thing you need is Stansberry coming out of the studio, because let's be real. I mean, it's not like uh, the hallway isn't a place where conversations happen, where, like, life happens, where things are going on. So, yeah. like, dude, shut your door. Shut it. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why that's okay. And it's it's, it's infectious in it's this not. building. He's not the only one. It's like multiple people in this building do that. It, it is. I mean, that is basic broadcasting to shut your door. Therefore, no audio leaks into your room. That is. I, I will agree with you 100%. Are you worried the boss man isn't going to? Uh, oh, he's so not going to care. Okay. My plight. He does not care. That's the thing. Is I think he does care and see why that's stupid. But because it bothers you and because you're upset about it. He won't it, care. No, he's not going to care. If anything, he'll tell everyone new rule. You have to leave your door open at all times. That's exactly what he'll do. He will. <laughs> I think from now on what I'm going to do is in the middle of people tracking their shows. That's what it's called in the business. It's called voice tracking. In the middle of that, I'm just going to walk in and start talking to him. Well, what? The door was open. What? Oh, I thought I, as I was walking by and the door was open and you were speaking, I just assumed you were speaking to me. Because who would leave their door open in the middle of that? Everyone, there's a new rule. Doors open at all times during the broadcast. I guarantee you that email will be in our inbox before 8 a.m. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, Stansberry Radio Professional, the rest of you, not so much. Not so much at all. Uh, apparently, I am in a legal battle. With somebody on Facebook? Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I found, no, I found a copyright lawyer online on Facebook who's telling me I'm wrong about something I said to open the show up. We'll break that down next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you never have to miss a moment of the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 ever again. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We have Vans Warped Tour tickets. We're going to pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need on those. We opened the show this morning kind of contemplating, the both of us did, uh, whether or not cutting the cord is the right move for us. And I know a guy who does, like, the jailbreaking of, like, the Amazon Fire Stick so, like, you can, like, take movies and TV mm-hmm. shows and like everything's like right there. Mm-hmm. And he charged me like 80 bucks for it. And I've had it for a few months and uh, you know, I don't use it a lot to be honest with you. I did use it a little bit over the weekend and I was talking about that, how I watched like a essentially what's a bootleg of Wonder Woman. Now the quality was like theater quality, but I just had to read like there were some like, you know, Asian, you know, uh, uh, damn it. Why am I subtitles? There we go. Had to ignore the Asian subtitles. Yeah, had to had to ignore okay. those. Not read right. those because I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't speak Mandarin. I <laughs> no, don't do he does that. not. I don't do that. Barely handle English. And somebody wrote in and said, "This may be semantics, but Firestick isn't stealing. You don't own the movie or program. It's just watching it. No, that's stealing. Yeah. That's stealing. And I said Napster was stealing, and so is this." And he says, Napster wasn't stealing. The court didn't understand the technology. No, the court understood the technology perfectly. It's a it's copyright infringement. Make no mistake. I don't care what your hippie ideal, you know, idealism tells you it is. It is, in fact, stealing. That's what they're going to view it as. Talented people put their blood, sweat, and tears, and executive producers put their hard-earned money into those projects, and I didn't pay anybody to view it. That is stealing. Now, I've heard... 
that uh, when it comes to being prosecuted on stuff like this, that if you're not downloading the movies and if you're just a user, if you're not a pusher, if you're just a user, it's unlikely that anything is going to happen to you in any criminal like investigation. Can I ask where you heard that? On uh, the internet. I mean, it was an article. On I mean, yes, of course. Uh, yes. Uh, so it, I'm not saying you're wrong, but is it okay if I use cautious, uh, you know, uh, optimism uh, or, uh, or skepticism, uh, of course. skepticism of that? Right. But that being said, Okay, like I understand that if you're going to be, you know, prosecuting things like this, you probably are going to go towards the people who are selling the fire sticks, the people who are uploading the Much movies. like if the cops pull you over and you have drugs, they want to know who sold them to you. They'll trade you for the dealer. But it doesn't mean that it's not stealing. It's stealing. It, it, Somebody, you know, and <laughs> this is the next comment that's going to come my way, which is you're putting your you're putting your blood, sweat and tears into what you're doing right now and I'm not paying you to listen to it. But radio's always been free. That's been the understanding of that's been the understanding. Of it. Yeah, I mean that's how it works. I mean, if 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 the movie theaters or the movie producing our production companies were like, okay, we'll put this out on Cody, therefore we'll broaden our you know our audience. That's what musicians do. That's what record labels do. Is they know that all right, if we play this Taylor Swift song on radio stations, people are going to be more likely to buy it, more likely to come to the to the you right. know. So there's like there's money being hook. exchanged, right? There's it's, a hook. It's not like it's not like there's not a legal system between production or movie or music companies and us like of course there are iheart media is definitely they 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 pay a fee to play that music like there's yeah, to there's, ask app. right there's money being exchanged right. there so like no it's not the same thing his next argument was my cousin lived behind the drive-in theater when we were kids we could sit off the back porch and see the screen and then tune in the radio we had movie nights almost every night of the weekend i don't consider this any different it's there no that's very different that's very different. I would still say you doing that as a kid was stealing, but I, what are you supposed to do? Not look at the huge projection? Dude, if they filmed Wonder Woman outside my window, I would have watched it. Right. But the fact that I went somewhere, sought it out, and paid somebody on the black market to give right. me the device to be able to right. do it makes it <laughs> effing stealing. It's not like this is just available to you on the fire stick that you bought. This was, you bought something. Somebody with the, hacked it. Right, with the ability on the black market to, yeah, dude, come on. Literally come on. bought it out of the trunk of somebody's car in a parking lot. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which restaurant, but it's a famous uh, one here. Now, uh, is this going to get you behind bars? No. So it's like, well, is it really stealing? It's like, uh, did I made this argument with pornography before that like, yes, that's stealing. it is. Yes. yes. Yes, it is. You can feel that it's not. You can feel that, well, it's available to me and I'm just streaming it. But, dude, at the end of the day, it is. Am I saying you're a terrible person? No. Uh, you know, it's your decision to make and your, you know, line there. But of, like, Pornhub stealing. Of where morality is and where, like, the line is for you. But, yes, you are stealing. Yeah, you are. It's copyright infringement. Like, you can't do that. Like, there's, as a matter of fact, why do you think there's the FBI warning before movies? That yeah. FBI warning is literally telling me not to do what I was doing, Dave. He, his whole argument, it's just there. So is candy when I walk into the store, but I'm not allowed to just stick it into my pocket and walk out with it. It's not just there. Somebody stole it from somewhere, hosted it somewhere else, and then I took it from there. This is, but this is what people think now. People think because you can push a button on your, on your laptop or your iPad and something appears that you're not doing anything wrong. You are absolutely doing something wrong. We have Vans Warped Tour tickets. We'll pass those out right now. We'll take caller 15 at 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to Warped Tour and be right back with more Sands Ray Show. Hang on. 106.9. 
Welcome back to the Stansberry yeah, Show on Rock 106.9. We have another pair of Vans Warped Tour tickets, 845. We'll get you hooked up with those. And actually, during that, we're also going to let you in on... Uh, dude, LeBron James has a hit on his hand. And I mean hit. We'll tell you about that at 845 as well. Good. I hope LeBron's up in the studio right now just dropping beats, dropping rhymes. <laughs> Uh, Smash hit rap. He did do that once upon a time, right? Yeah. There was that rap that happened that he wishes never saw the light of day. He's uh, he's goofy, dude. I mean, you'll see videos of him rapping along with stuff, and I mean, he does it with his daughter a lot. Yeah. I, I know, and that you know, that's just being a dad. That's fun stuff. And dude, if you had a bajillion dollars, and you am had I going to go in the studio and try to rap? Yes, studio, of course, dude. Yes, you know who's an NBA player who actually is not a bad rapper though is Damian Lillard, really from the Portland Trailblazers. Dame's got bars. All right. At least that's what Twitter says. Okay. I don't know what it means. Well, well if Twitter no. says it. No, I'm kidding. Know. No, Damian Lillard's actually not that bad. He's all right. The uh, the guy arguing with me about the fire stick now, yeah. like, this is how you know people have terrible arguments. He's like, well, what if I'm watching it on my buddy's fire stick? Well, then it's your buddy's IP address, and your buddy will be the one that gets in trouble, Dave. Nice. Yeah. And like Fantone said to me, he's like, what if you get pulled over in the car and your buddy's smoking pot? Everybody in the car is going yeah. to be questioned a little. Everybody's going to have some problems there. But we're going to move forward. I read this yesterday, and at first I was terrified. But I guess scientists are saying they were expecting this. Not that that means it's good, right. but one of the largest icebergs on record broke loose from Antarctica yesterday. They say it was the size of Delaware. Now, I don't know how big Delaware is, but I, know, but I know something the size of a state <laughs> can't be great, right? And I would imagine this is, and they're saying, I don't have to imagine, they're saying this is more and more signs of this is global warming that's happening here. Or climate change, or whatever we're, we have to call it now, not to make people freak out and go, well, it's pretty cold for it to be global warming, like whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So you can tell by my tone, the tone of my voice, I buy into global warming. I don't know why it's so hard for people to think that you put a couple of billion people on the planet, you industrialize it, you f- fill the air with all this stuff, that no negative effect will come from that. Yeah, I, I right? mean, I, I think that's a logical conclusion. Do I think it's the this our biggest threat against us not right now? No, I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know, but I'm not going to get all up on my hill about it and tell you that it is, but I can tell you that it is a problem facing us, and I don't know why it's unrealistic for me to say, hey, yes, I do want to pay attention to the border. Yes, I do want to pay attention to you know extremism from, from other countries. I want to pay attention to that, but I want to pay attention to this, too. Why does that make me crazy? Um, I don't know where along the lines this became such a political hot-button issue, but it certainly is at this point. And I've made the joke before about, you know, you used to be able to, well, just talk about the weather, and then you're never going to get into a conversation that you don't want to <laughs> yeah, be in. Yeah, not anymore. No, if you talk about the weather, it's going to turn into global warming. It is going to turn into either A, you know, you're a libtard for believing that, or B, you want the world to fry because you're a conservative. So I, I don't know when Which that... Which, of course, both are insane. I, I don't know when that happened. I don't know when the, the transition there 
but it is. It's 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 the reality now. Um, I understand taking things with a healthy dose of skepticism. I, I I genuinely do, and I think a lot of people are far too quick to just believe whatever is told to them, and that can apply to anything. That can apply to. I would agree. You know, uh, across yeah, I don't have a problem with that across, across the board. Um, but when 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 presented with overwhelming evidence and presented with a a, a damn near you know unanimous support of this from experts in the field right i don't understand why me as a person on facebook oh well i don't buy it i don't buy it well it doesn't matter if you buy it nasa buys it you know what i mean <laughs> that's that's what matters to me so like I, I i don't get it i don't and i understand there's people out there who are going to be like well yeah but there's some of the some of the scientists have been bought off and some of the science has been skewed now you're going to find that in anything but that doesn't change in overwhelming. All of them, though? The, right. All of them that right. are in unison got paid off? They all did? Yes. To a man, we are. everybody's got their price. Ted DiBiase told us that. Right? Every man's got their price. And so, yes, that can happen. Much like I say about sports, I don't think that the league is fixed, but I think certain times refs or men on teams are fixed. Now, are, are you going to be able to point to you know scientists or groups that received more funding to continue their research and maybe like fudge the numbers? Of course, dude. Of course, I'm not denying that. But you can't just you can't point at one mistake in an article or one mistake in a book and say, ah, dude, everything else in it sucks. Everything else, dude, you, you missed a comma here. Therefore, the rest of the book is is null and void. No, that's not how it works. I just, I mean, is simple. I'll make it as bedrock as I possibly can. The weather's different from when I was a kid. <laughs> like it is. It's just different. Yeah, seasons. Seasons are different. Yeah. They're yeah. longer or and or shorter depending on which one or where you happen to be. You can't tell me that there's not a change happening. And I don't. It's not an indictment on you, the person that you contributed to it. That's not an indictment on you. You're here. And first of all, you didn't elect to be here. Somebody placed you here. So it's not an indictment on you. You exist in the time you exist. This is the world that we live in now. And 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 you, you're right. You you didn't decide to be here. We're here. We, you were born in America, and these are the things that we feel like we're entitled to. And you feel like you need your own car, and you feel like you know. And that's all fine. That is. But to deny the facts, just to be like, ah, dude's not real because I don't like it. Come on, guys. I, yeah, and. The only combative argument I've ever heard of it is like, well, you know, I don't know, global warming. I mean, it's cold today. Like that is like that's enough of an argument for you. You know, as a grown person, that's not enough of an argument. I think it was Stephen Colbert that said it, but that's like saying, well, global hunger isn't a problem. I had lunch today. Like, come on. Like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> hunger is an issue that faces us. Now, I remember saying during the presidential election. You got to dial down the this is the greatest threat facing the American people today because I said then you're never going to get middle America to be more afraid of brown people, more afraid of wind than they are brown people from other countries. You're just not. I, I think when Bernie Sanders said that, and I think more than America, I think he said the world. I think the point of that is, is that like as we get into these massive droughts and we get into these situations where the climate negatively impacts countries and their economic status, that's when you're going to have people who are in desperate situations feel there's no way way out other than extremism that's why it's going to be a threat to the planet is because it's feeding that like when you when when you when you're fa- when you're when your village doesn't have crops when you're dealing with that dude yeah oasis is going to sound really good to you because they're giving you something different than what you have right, right. now it's not that it's not that like oh this delaware or this 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 iceberg the size of delaware broke off the antarctic and all of a sudden it's going to run right into canton ohio and we're all going to be in trouble that's not what he was trying to say 
as far as I took it. This guy says, global warming is totally a thing. I just don't care about people living on tropical islands. I'm in Ohio. You'll care when they want to live here, though. Because oh. you're the same party that bitches when people want to come live here. That's really short-sighted. That of really course it is. is. I mean, like- of course it is. You know why people are. Uh, you know why people don't believe in global warming? I'll tell you why. It's fear. You're scared to admit that it's real because you can't wrap your head around what might have to happen to combat it. And we know as a people, we're not willing to do what would have to happen. No, we're not willing and to change you, our behavior. And you know that. So instead of admitting that it's real, you just whether. This is ah uh, later, ah uh, later, ah uh, later. And then next thing you know, the killer with the knife is at the door. That's the problem. People don't, it's not that you don't believe global warming. It's that you're scared to death of it and you don't want to sit there and think about what it is we and you personally could do to combat the issues of global warming. I refuse to believe that people don't buy into it. I just think you're too, we're too lazy to think about it and we're too cowardly to think about it. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. 745. Michigan's about to get a new U.S. Senator, and you won't believe who it is. We'll get into that here shortly. Now, however, the fight of the century, I guess, is pretty much what it's going to end up being. August 26th is Mayweather McGregor. Maymac, I guess, is what the hashtag is now via social media. Maymac. Because right. God forbid we do something without a hashtag. Yeah, honestly, it's like, dude, no, it's going to be the most badass thing ever. Don't forget to hashtag Maymac. <laughs> like, all, right, all, right, all right, all right. And I guess they're doing what? Is it three full days of like press conferences for some reason? I can't for the life of me figure out why it needs Three of these? Because why not, dude? If you're trying to sell all these pay-per-views, you know it's going to be like the biggest thing on the face of the planet. You got to promote. You got. Dude, I'm surprised. Couldn't I, I com- make commercials on the Stansberry show? Couldn't I make the argument less is more? Couldn't I make the argument that like what what is that we want to see this and that if you keep feeding the beast and like look at me of it, look at me, look at me, that's part of it'll start to pull the curtain back and we'll see. Oh, you kind of hope we buy this the way we're being told we will. Um, I think there's probably some people that might get turned off, but for a vast majority, if you're a UFC guy or if you're a boxing guy, you're in. You're going to want to see this. So it's not about getting you. It's about getting people who don't pay attention to this. Because i got to be honest with you. I'm a huge UFC fan, and I'm already turned off. And that'll happen, but I don't think... I think Am I still going to rent the fight? Yes. Yeah. So, like... That's kind of the thing. I guess like, then that I'm answering my own question, why they're doing it. We have a little bit of the audio from yesterday. We'll take a listen to that right now. Does this mic work? Well, then, that mic. On the count of three. Because they cut Connor's mic off, right? Right. Well, I don't even think it was, like, cut off. I think it was just, like, he grabbed a mic and it wasn't hot. Oh, it wasn't hot yet? Which, like, yeah, it happens. Yeah. I want everyone in this arena to scream at the top of your lungs. Oof. One, two, three. I like how he has to pull the Fantone at the Canton charge. All right, everybody scream <laughs> at the top of your lungs when I count to three. Scream! No, no. No, no. When he counts to tree. Oh, to tree. My bad. When he counts to tree. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can do better than that. One, two, three. 
that is, dude. That's me in Ohio Championship Wrestling. For sure. Oh, I thought it was loud enough, dude. You can do better. One more. One more. <laughs> it's always the next one that'll be the proper amount of loud. Cut my mic off. Cut the champ champ's mic off. Hell no. You diesel and you This is why I'm kind of over it. Is that you know this is televised? You know everybody who's like hanging on the edge of our seat. Why can't you two stand there and trash talk one another and not have to have every other word out of your mouth be edited? We're able to do it. You and I can get into heated conversations every single week and we can keep it in bounds in order to keep it entertaining. I don't know why these two can't figure that out. They're trying to set me up at every turn out here. They're trying to catch me off guard, trying to see me in an uncomfortable position. But I thrive in uncomfortable positions. He, there is nothing drives in them? to phase me. 28 years of age, I'm getting fight checks and promoter checks. When Floyd was 28, he was on Oscar De La Hoya's undercard. Okay, all right. See, see, here, I'm a huge UFC fan. I like Conor McGregor. But Conor, that's not you. You didn't do that. The world's just changed. Any other 28-year-old, a star from the UFC would be getting this. You're not, you're not, the world has changed. Yes, the, like, the, how we promote and package these fights are different now. You can't take credit for that, McGregor. And that's just facts. One thing we do know, the fans can't fight for you. Well, Money Mayweather there. He's right, the fans can't fight for him. They cannot. It seems as if... Most people so thus far are kind of on McGregor's side. Shut your out. He's 40. You're 40 years of age. Dress your age. Okay, now see, now we got to stop there too. You don't get to mock Floyd Mayweather for what he's wearing at 40 when you showed up yesterday in a suit with the pinstripes that spelled out F-U like a child. You don't get to do that today. That's not a good look, McGregor, that you that, that, that you put F-U uh, as the pinstripes on your suit. That makes you look like a petulant child. Carrying a school bag on stage. What are you doing with a school bag on stage? You can't even read. You believe in yourself like you say you believe in yourself. Bitch, your whole fight check, you Put up or shut up, Connor. Put up or shut up, Connor. Which ain't happening, dude. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Just like the day before when Mayweather was like, we can fight in the ring, we can fight in the octagon, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Yes, you do care. Because they asked you to fight in the octagon, and you were like, no, I'm not doing that, because you know you get your head knocked off in there. No problem. Oh. Okay, Send then do the it. Kid. It's done. No, it ain't. We already know this here, he like to quit. What the f- is that? What the f- is that? Talking about how tough you is. Talking about you got pride in you. Talking about you are killers. Real killers don't quit. You've never even, you don't even know nothing about true fighting. You've never been in there. You're against little boxes of flames. You're against a different animal here, Floyd. Shut the f- up, bitch. Shut your mouth. But you're not allowed to be that other animal. You got a box. You're not allowed to be the other animal. So, yeah, for for Mayweather to call him out for tapping out. I mean, obviously that's just you don't understand UFC. Like, you're gonna get your dude. You're gonna get tapped out. Like somebody's gonna catch somebody's your gonna arm. knock you out. Somebody's gonna tap right, you out. Right. Somebody's gonna stop gra- boxing. Somebody's gonna grab your leg, and you're either going to break your leg or you're going to tap, and you're gonna tap in that moment. Um, 
I, I, dude, I don't know, man. I love WWE. Your boy loves it. I love the over-the-topness of it. I love the beating of the chest. But that was a lot even for me. That was. It's, it's just too much. And I'm already oversaturated with it. I'm okay with, like, the roundtable shows talking about it, but I'm already over these two idiots running off at the mouth. It's just... Now, fighting's kind of always had this. Yeah. Like, Ali was, like, completely disrespectful to the guys he fought. Any other athletes doing this? Oh. If these were football players, basketball oh. players, baseball players... Dude, if LeBron nah. was out there running his mouth like that, it'd we're, be over. Wearing a suit that said, F you, come on. Yeah, uh, but couldn't get away with that. fighting is different. It I'll is. I'll make room for it, but... It's not as commercially sold. Like... Make no mistake, the, the the real three leagues are beholden to the beer companies. They're beholden to, like, Viagra. Like, they got major advertisers there. You pay to watch this in a different manner. So, like, we don't care what these guys do because we can't bitch to Tide about what it is they're doing. And it's just more badass, I think. And I think that lends well, itself to... Is it Joe Horn, who was Mike, one of Mike Tyson's trainers? He said yesterday on FS1, and I thought this was a really good insight, which is... The fighting sports start where all other sports hope never to get. Yeah. Meaning, you, I hope these guys don't get into a fight in the middle of our field. And that fighting is where th- these sports start. So promoting it is going to be different. And I get that. But it just was a little much yesterday when I was watching it on TV and all I could hear was the, like the beep of the edits. It's like, guys, come on, get it together a little here. You got the world watching. Get it together a little. Do you think there's any shot McGregor wins? So many people keep saying it. And from the get-go, it's a boxing match, and Floyd Mayweather's one of the greatest boxers of all time. One of the best defensive fighters ever. I wonder if Conor even hits him. But, like, so many people keep saying it. I'm like, maybe. Maybe. I don't think, but I don't know. You can only hear something so many times before it's like, well, maybe. I just, I don't know if Floyd hits hard enough to, like, really mess with Conor. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be able to take a lot of the shots, but that's the, the thing. speed, though. And the thing about boxing is like, well, even if it's not a knockout, it's still going to be a decision that's on the side of Mayweather. I mean, that makes it even more likely. If there's no knockout, then it's guaranteed Mayweather. If there's a knockout, maybe, 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 maybe Connor hits Floyd hard enough where it knocks him out. Damn, dude. Ding, ding, ding. It's over. But like, if it goes. Somebody said yesterday that all the pressure's on Mayweather. All of it. Because nobody expects McGregor to be able to to do it. So if he has any success whatsoever, it's an indictment on Mayweather's ability. And I don't know if I buy... Dude, he's 48 no, Or yeah, whatever it is. Good. I mean, he's pretty good. And I'll tell you another reason why I hate these, this press conference stuff, because I don't buy any of it. I think they're... they're dude, these two are thick as thieves. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're yeah. in this together. They're thick as... Th- like, that's the difference. Is like when McGregor and Diaz's press conferences got heated, you knew. Those guys hate one another. They can't stomach one another. That's real. This all came off as Vince McMahon. This came off to me as Conor McGregor preparing for the WWE world. And that's kind of why when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, ah, dude, this is all fake and BS, and I don't even buy into it. Am I going to rent the fight? Yes, because a buddy of mine offered to pick up half the tab for it. So I'm going to get the fight. So if you and the girlfriend want to come over, I'll have the fight. I'll do that. But... Like, watching the press conference stuff, I was just like, I don't care. Dude, you guys are lying. You're thick as thieves. You're in this together. It's awful. And clean up some of the language. I know I sound like I'm 200 years old, but do it. <laughs> I, you know, but, dude, come on. Just sounded like a couple of morons up there. Just screaming the F word back and forth at one another. 
Dude, speaking of morons, yeah. one of them's about to hit the U.S. Senate. It's going to be awesome. We'll give you that story next. Hang on. Nine. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. You want to check out Vans Warped Tour? We'll pass out another pair of tickets. Eight forty-five on the program. Actually, before right before we do that, too, we'll uh, let you know. LeBron James has another huge hit on his hand. Pass out those tickets. I saw a photo yesterday online. I thought for sure it was fake. I thought for sure it was just a a sign. It was like a campaign sign, essentially, that said "Kid Rock for Senate." And I thought for sure, I was like, okay, obviously somebody's just being funny. And apparently, Kid Rock confirmed yesterday that the site is in fact real. Now, he has not officially declared. And I guess like the link just kind of goes to like a like a merch site that he has. Because apparently he created some Trump-inspired stuff. Like a clothing line that I'm sure is selling well for him right now. And you remember he was at the White House not that long ago with Sarah Palin and Ted Nugent was there and everybody kind of freaked out about that photo. But I guess he tweeted out again last night like hold you know like hold tight or something. I'm gonna paraphrase. Hold tight. I got a major announcement coming or something like that. And if you're Kid Rock and you're from Michigan, of course he thinks he can win this. Oh, dude, he's a god up there. Is okay a now, god. Now see. I, I was wondering about that because I know like he created like what this whiskey company that like hired a bunch of people in Detroit. I mean, like he's actually done well for Michigan. Yeah, his clothing company is all based there. I think he's got whiskey. Um, he's got grills. Remember we? Uh, oh yeah, the, the all American grills, and the, he was like shotgunning like four American badass grills. Grill. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out, of, out of the sky there. That's awesome. Um, and aside from that, like people up there just take a great pride in the dude. There's there's no question. Um. I uh, I saw a concert and it was like a VIP kind of deal and it was like under 500 people at this Kid Rock concert. It was at the Machine Shop, so it's a pretty small venue. Yeah, it is a small and venue. And there was like I'm not sorry, like there was arguably a thousand people like outside just trying to be a part of it. It was like, dude, you guys don't have tickets. You don't have any way of really? getting in here. And there's people just standing out there in the parking lot so they could overhear the concert. And I mean, it's a, wow. ins- like an inside venue. It wasn't like it's Blossom and you could just go hang out in the parking lot and kind of get a feel for it. Right. I mean, people were like, dude, like lined up and you don't even have tickets to the show. Like, what are you doing there, dude? Yeah, that's a big deal at that point. They love it, dude. They do. Do you think he has a shot at it? Of course. Of course. How can he I do not too. have a shot? I do, too. It, it, number one, I would say it's not the president. It's a you know, seat on the Senate, so that makes it easier. But at this point, I'd be an idiot to say that he couldn't win the presidency. I, I mean, right. come on. Right. I think, I don't know if he'll win or not. I, I bet yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is going to start to happen more and more. This is going to be, you know how like NBA players or NFL players will do something and you'll hear like roundtable shows say, oh, they're just enhancing their brand. Yeah. This will be the new thing celebrities do just to enhance their brand. Remember when, you know, there was, you know, somebody's running for governor and then it would be like, oh, and this porn star is running for governor and everyone Mary would be like, Carey, ah, yeah. <laughs> dude, how stupid is that? No, nowadays it's very possible that a porn star could end up as, as the governor, as the senator. I mean, why the F not? Yeah, you got to wonder when Howard's going to throw his hat back in the ring. Why not? Why not? I, I I don't have an issue so much with people using their fame or their notoriety to like 
further a political career because I get that you're a well-known person but unless you have like some sort of valid qualifications to be in that position the only thing just can't be that like yo I wrote American Badass right Right. because that's going to turn into a very very low bar for us I know people are going to bring up Al Franken because he was on SNL but he also graduated from Harvard right and I mean, I, I, I mean that's that's something, right? There's 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 qualifications you can have that would make it like, okay, I understand how you're going to take your fame and turn that into something, but it just can't be like, yo, I was on a reality show, or hey, I used to play in the NBA. Is it possible that like a lot of musicians that we write Kid Rock off because of the kind of music he makes, but behind closed doors he could actually be very smart? Uh, show me the qualifications for Kid Rock. Show me where he would genuinely be like uh, an addition to the Senate that would that would make sense. And sure, but until I see that, it, it just I, yeah, dude. I love "I Am the Bull God." It's a fantastic song. Oh, that song, song is so good. Early Morning Stone Pimp was really good. Great stuff there, but yeah. and I hate to go back to it, but you're gonna run on the side of the family or uh, on the on the side of like family values. Kid Rock's gonna run in the party of family values. Talking about hoes and everything else and all your stuff. And yeah, drugs and hoes and I mean the life that you lived. Like, yeah, that will be a problem. No, it won't. No, it won't. Donald Trump, goddamn, is the president, dude. It's not going to be a problem at all. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I Here's the thing. I'm getting to the point in my life where I know I'm on the back nine, mm-hmm. and so, like, I'm okay with chaos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't have kids. I don't have to think about the future for, like, my precious kids. So, like, if the world goes to hell in a handbasket for me, as, especially with the job I have, I kind of like it. And so, dude, Kid Rock being a senator from Michigan, I'm all for it. You think he'll have to cut his hair? Why would he? Why, why would he? Why wouldn't he come out and have the have the twisted brown trucker band with him? Dude, bring bring that black chick that plays the drums. Make her sit in front of the Confederate flag. Who cares if you're from Michigan, dude? Fly to fly to fly it. Oh man, dude, Jesus. Kid Rock just in a pair of jeans and an '80s Bob Seger T-shirt, just you know, filibusting on the floor, dude. This is gonna be awesome, dude. I hope it works out for Richie. I hope it does. I hope it does work out for good old Rob there. That'll be good times. Imagine, somebody said this to me. Imagine if he just skips it all and he goes to the presidential election and it's Rock versus Kid Rock. Imagine that. Now, what if Kid Rock gets into the Senate and does well then and then runs for president? Would you vote for him? You're going to have to show me a track record here. It's not going to be the deciding factor on whether I do or do not like you. We'll have to let's see what you do in the Senate there, buddy. I mean, like, if you're going to do this, like, at least start low and be like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to get on the city council. And then after that, you know what? I'm going to run mayor. I'm going to run for mayor. And then, you know what? After that, I'm going to do like then. Could he win mayor in Detroit right now? Oh, 100 percent, dude. 100 percent. Dude, the mayors that Detroit has had. Okay. Running for mayor of Detroit right now. Who wins? Eminem, Kid Rock? Ooh. Probably M. Yeah? Yeah, probably Eminem. He's got new music coming out. He's, I think, viewed as the more legit, like, you know, Eminem has a has a claim to the greatest of all time rappers. Kid Rock does not have that claim. I, well, it depends who you ask. It depends if you ask Kid Rock, he thinks he But I'm with you. I think... Yeah, I think Eminem probably edges them out of that What a terrible, terrible race that would be. No way. I think it's awesome, dude. I need more of that. You know what, Eminem? Come run for... Dude, take take the Ohio Senate seat. If we...
That's Drew Carey or maybe MGK or I don't know, one of the Bone Thugs oh. and Harmony dudes. And that's Dude. what we're talking about right now is letting Drew Carey be the senator. Come on. Dude, Bone Thug Senate would be awesome. That would be awesome. They know when to send the government checks out. It's the first <laughs> of the month. Bone Thugs knows. They know when to do it. Be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, it's Stansberry here for Piazza at Gervasi Vineyard, the best patio in all of Canton. Open Tuesday through Sunday. They offer live music every single night, and the pizza is fantastic. Enjoy one of those out there on the patio with a perfect lake view. I suggest the Giuseppe pizza. Sausage, banana, peppers, provolone, and tomato, just 12 bucks. They also have bocce ball courts on site as well. You can check out more info at GervasiVineyard.com or call the Gervasi Vineyard at 330-497-1000 to make a reservation. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com, where, actually, if you head there now, check out the Stansberry Show section. You can see the video for the new Sully Erna song, uh-huh. which apparently is all about the opiate addiction crisis uh-huh. facing America. And apparently this is off of the Sully Erna solo album, which I don't know when somebody was going to knock... Sully on the shoulder and be like, bro, Godsmack albums were the Sully Erna solo albums. Nobody cares about anybody else in that band. Yeah, what? Name one other dude in that band. What musical direction is he going that Godsmack right. could not go? Right. That like, those guitar players don't want to be paid for. Right, exactly. Yeah, dude, quit being a dick, dude. The bass player of Godsmack needs to get paid, man. Right. Dude, Come you, on. you are God. There are bands that are bands, and then there are bands that are one guy. Godsmack was a band that was one guy. One small man. He is little. Have you ever met him? No, but I've seen pictures of like people I know next to him, and it's like, dude, dude, you would look giant you? next to him. I mean, I felt tall next to him. So that new video up at wrqk.com, you can check that out. Damn, we want people to go to the website, not to run away from oh. it. Come on. Keep away from it. Keep Don't away. stand anywhere near him. Get away. Keep away. Get Stay away. away. Stay away. <laughs> you know, because rock music not being repetitive. That whole argument. Yeah, man, he did have little man disease. He just wanted everybody to stay away from him. Don't ever, don't ever figure out I'm four feet tall. He did have that problem. I feel like this next subject is important. All right. And I think sometimes men get lazy about worrying about things that, you know, are important for your health. All right. And I have one here. All right. This is from menshealth.com, actually. And these are signs that you have healthy sperm, healthy semen. Now, some of them aren't necessarily signs. They're just these are good ideas to make sure you continue to keep healthy sperm. See what I'm saying there? Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess as a um, you know a, a father or a uh, childless person over here, then I, uh, I guess I should be a little bit more concerned about where well, my sperm sperm working yeah you've been in your relationship about three years you guys live together bought a couple of pets sooner or later we're going to exchange rings and yeah babies are going to be part of it slip one past the goalie there all right and one of the things they say here 
are seven signs of healthy semen is if you're one of these people that does not microwave your food in plastic. All right. They say zapping last night's lasagna in Tupperware container is easy, but it might be wreaking havoc on your sperm. There is a BPA chemical that can leach from plastics into your food when heated and then into you. Researchers from Denmark found that men who had the highest level of BPA in their urine had significantly lower percentage of, you know, potent sperm than those who had the lowest levels. I guess I can't argue with that. I know people do get concerned about like heating and reheating. There's plastics. been cancer issues yeah. due to it as well. So I, I, I can't be shocked that that would affect that. I saw something the other day and it was about like water bottles and people are like, oh, you can't leave a water bottle in your car. Hot water bottle. And then, yeah, I've heard I, that too. I, I, I've heard it's it's not nearly as bad with something like a car. It's much more microwave. Like that's okay. when you start getting into the problems is like it's a different reaction than just like the heat of it. Apparently, if you speak in a more falsetto voice All right. that you have healthier sperm. Men with those, apparently like throaty growls, men with those types of voices have worse off sperm, according to a University of Western Australia study. Researchers found, found that while women did rate the low-pitched voices as more masculine and sexy and attractive in those things, those husky-voiced men had lower concentrations of sperm in their ejaculate. It flies in the face of what you would expect there. I mean, you'd think it, you would think you'd flip flop it. Deep voice is like ultra masculine. It's hairy chest and you know deep voice. And it's the, that's, what we're sold versus what the reality is. Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised about that. Apparently, Michael Jackson was just shooting off just nonstop. <laughs> Jeez, just just you know nonstop good sperm there. Where he was shooting it, we won't talk about. <laughs> oh my God, no, we will not. No, we won't. Another sign that you have healthy sperm here is that if you hit the gym, researchers from Harvard found that men who get their blood pumping in moderate to vigorous exercise 15 hours or more a week had sperm wow. concentration that was 73% higher than guys who did not work out at all. That's a pretty rigorous exercise schedule. 15, 15 hours, hours a, week? a week? Yeah, that's, I mean, far more than the average American. Oh. Now, <laughs> that's probably four <laughs> times the average American. If, 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 you know, I guess if that's the ideal thing, it makes sense. But, I mean, dude, most guys are nowhere near that. When I had my trainer and I saw him three days a week, and then he asked me to work out one other day during the week. It was four days a week I was working out, and it was about 90 minutes each time I worked out. And I saw fantastic results from that. So, but I, mean, I lost like 45 pounds. At that, you're only at six hours. Right. right. That's so my point, I mean, is that that was intense and rigorous for me, and I, that, 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 that's half of what they're saying here. 15 hours a week to work out is a lot. You can get in shape with a lot less than that. But they say 15 hours a week, that, that, that'll get it pumping. If you, we've heard this before, that the tidy whiteies will restrict flow and the thing. Um, they say they could be suffocating your sperm. A 2012 study from the UK found that men who wore boxer shorts instead of tight-fitting underwear were 24% less likely to have low motile sperm. The fact that there's still dudes out there walking around in like briefs, it just—it's so weird to me, dude. It really is. Like, well, hold on. I mean, I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing what is considered to be written on the package as boxer briefs, so it's essentially the same. But my my point is, is I'm still being cradled 
in the same fashion. No, I think when you're wearing actual briefs, you're not because you're getting more tightness around your crotch there, like in the actual groin. If you're wearing boxer briefs, it's There's less... There's a little bit more fabric that it, goes down your legs so they can extend it out and yeah. so they can hang a little bit. I wear boxer briefs every now and then, okay. but like, it, it, when I'm talking like, like actual, that's what I wear. I'm talking like actual true-to-the-heart, tighty-whitey briefs. Like, I wasn't even aware they still sold those. There's dudes walking around right now listening to their guys who are like, yeah, that's what I'm wearing right now. All right, guys, let me tell you right now. That is like, well, dude, tidy whitey's other cargo short of underwear. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, especially at this point. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's definitely the granny panties for men. Like, you've given up on your relationship. Yeah. You've given up on whether she finds you attractive anymore or not. But at the end Which of- is why she's texting Fantone on the side. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're talking about white underwear, and it just seems to me- Counterproductive. Right, dude. Like, wear something with some colors. You can hide a little Right. Bit why there. do you think they initially made underwear white? Because they knew you were going to have to buy more of it. Jeez. Like, that's exactly why they did that. They say here, if you eat more fish, you're probably more likely to have healthier sperm. They say if your go-to protein is red, salty, and processed, meaning meat, that your semen is paying the price. Researchers at Harvard found that men who ate the most processed and meat had significantly lower counts of normal-shaped sperm compared to those who consumed the lowest. Fish, on the other hand, seem to have the protective effect. Guys who ate the most fish, especially dark meat, Kinds like salmon and tuna had 65% greater sperm concentration than those who ate the least. Yeah, dude, obviously, if you're eating a tuna steak instead of, you know, just a sausage like that, that makes all the sense in the world to me. Apparently, the more average looking you are, the better sperm you will have. Hmm. Again, this is from menshealth.com. Average looking guys having a masculine mug might actually hurt you down below the belt, they say here. Spanish and Finnish researchers recently discovered that men who had faces that were rated as manly, wider and broader, essentially, tended to have poorer semen quality than more feminine faced men. Hmm. One possible reason they hear they say here is a theoretical explanation called the trade-off hypothesis. Simply put, men have a fixed amount of energy available to devote to reproductive uh, resources, and that energy must be distributed to a number of different components. So if a male consumes more resources on semen production, he may have fewer resources available for developing attractive secondary sexual traits like facial masculinity. Did you understand that? Um, I've read it three uh, times, and I'm not sure I have it. I guess when you know you're developing your as I feel dumb because like yeah. I said, I've read that four or five times. I'm like, what? Because do you really have limited? You know, I mean, sperm production. As far as I know, you have unlimited orgasms. It's just how hard do you want to? You know. <laughs> Right, Dude, stop. I've got t-shirts in my house and see right. no sign the see no end of times coming. You have a sculpt and lean midsection. You probably have healthier sperm. It says here, you don't need a six-pack as long as you don't have a gut. Your semen is probably in tip-top shape. Researchers from the Netherlands found that men with waist circumference of 40 inches or greater had lower sperm concentrations and counts of normal moving sperm than guys with a more whittled waist there. And again, yeah, dude, at 40 inches weight, like most things I wear, I'm, a, I'm at a 36. Now, a little of the golf clothing I wear can be a little bit more slim fitting. And so I'm normally in like a 38 golf short, but most pairs of jeans and stuff I have, I'm at a 36 and I'm pretty heavy. It's um if it's, you're getting to forty, that's big. Yeah, I mean you're getting over you're getting over the line. I was forty's big. I was looking for like pants or shorts the other day and I was with my girlfriend and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, who who on earth has a forty uh, a forty waist and a thirty two leg? And I'm like, dude, I just want a pair of pants that fit me. And my girlfriend's like, babe, you're tall and skinny. That's not most of America. No, <laughs> like, it's not. That's not that's not what people no. are buying. 
No, and you've put on some pounds actually since we started the show. Not a ton, but no, a little. But I mean, yeah, you know, as, as you get a little bit older, good thing is I'm still wearing clothes from high school. Is <laughs> like that right? The shorts I have on right now, I've had for 15 years. I had them since high school, so I feel like I'm like, all right, well, you're not that fat. Well, those are the signs of healthy sperm, and that's how you keep it there. Mm-hmm. No, just eating a bunch of food and getting a 40 inch waist doesn't mean you can just like let it go inside of her and you're not going to get her pregnant. That's <laughs> not. That's <laughs> not that's Terrible. not what that means. Don't try that system. But I know somebody's dumb and going, well, I got a 44-inch waist right now. I can just do <laughs> screw that goalie. I'm going right by it. No, I'm telling you, you're going to end up having kids that way. Joe Rogan is just one more comedian who's come out and said, I'm never doing this ever again. And I'll explain next. Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. We have Warped Tour tickets, 845. We'll pass those out. You just heard you 2 there, Sunday Bloody Sunday. I've been talking about this a little bit this week, that if you have HBO, you should need to check out this documentary series. It's four episodes. Each one of them is an hour called The Defiant Ones. It's all about Jimmy Iovine, who started Interscope Records, but again, got his start working on Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run record. Had done a lot with Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks and the like, but he started Interscope and then signed Dr. Dre. It was like one of the first signings he had done to it. And so it's all about his relationship, the relationship between Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre, and then, you know, the whole sale of beats by Dre to Apple for like three billion or whatever it was. And they talk about that whole thing. And I bring it up because Jimmy Iovine produced a couple of the U2 records. He did the Rattle and Hum record. And they got into U2 during this thing and they showed the us festival in 1983 and famously that's when bono climbed the light tower during sunday bloody sunday and was like on top of the lighting rig and for the time i mean we forget in 1983 they weren't quite u2 yet you know and so like when you saw that at a music festival and it was like legit that felt to me spur of the moment like if that was to happen now that's planned five days. Oh yeah, in advance. Make sure it's safe. Get the lighting rig up. Now it could have been that way in 1983 with what Bono did too, but at that moment it felt unscripted. Yeah, it's very easy to look at you two right now and be like, ah, dude, whatever, just like a pop rock band. But for them to have, you know, what do I want to say, been a pretty dangerous band to have that moment for them, that's worth something. That I'm, I, you know, solidified them as a rock group. Yeah, I think it did, and um. I've always said about you two, it took me getting a little older before I yeah. really respected what it is they did. Um, it wasn't totally for me while growing up, but I got a little bit older and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, Bono and the, the, do those guys, they know what they're doing. And seeing them live helped me with that too. I actually saw them, it was Wrigley Field in Chicago. We did a, we did a promotion with Guinness and it was awesome. I mean, that was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Thought it was very interesting. So yeah, if you have HBO, you need to watch the uh, the Defiant ones. If you're into music at all, so many artists. It's not just Dr. Dre. So if you're like, dude, I don't care about hip hop. It's so many artists are involved in that documentary. Even it's if awesome. you don't have HBO, just get a Cody Fire Stick and don't just do illegally it. stream stuff. It's fine. Don't it's do just it. sitting there waiting for you to take it. Another comic has come out and is joining the herd of comics that are saying, "I'm not doing this anymore." And by that, I mean playing colleges. Apparently, during Joe Rogan's lead, uh, latest podcast, which I haven't watched yet, but I am a fan of his uh, podcast. I don't like a lot of podcasts, but I do like Joe Rogan's. Um, he says, I'm not playing college campuses anymore. He says he stopped touring them in a while, a while ago. He gave a, uh, a little antidote to explain his perspective, saying, I did a show once at a university, and I was talking about something sexual. 
I saw these bewildered looks in the audience, so I go, how many of you people here are virgins? Don't raise your hand, just blink really fast. They started laughing, and it got really uncomfortable. So I would, I would say that, he said, so from the stage, I said, would I be out of line if I said 10% of you are virgins? And they went, no, that's probably about right. And he says, this is my point with playing colleges. For my kind of comedy, you need a little bit more life experience on you to really enjoy it. I'm playing to audiences that don't really get what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as an adult, I mean, you turn 18 and you're like, no, I'm a grown-up now. And it's like, no, you're not. I mean, legally, in the eyes of the law, can you sign a contract? Fine, but you don't necessarily have the life perspective that that adults do. And I mean, looking back at where I stood at 18, my first day of college at Bowling Green State University, and what I I thought I knew about life, sex, love, all those things, dude, 15 years later, I'm like, dude, what are you... I didn't know anything. Are you kidding me? Like, I didn't know anything. I, I had the same thing with 25, the same thing with 30. 35. You just get, you, you know, you get older and you change who you are every little bit, you know, as you age, you just become a little bit of a different person. He says they don't have enough life experience. I want to talk to somebody who's had love affairs, jobs, been fired, and has had some education. I want someone who's got some living under their belt so they know what the F I'm talking about. And I'm reading this from Maxim, and they're calling this a legit point because, again, Chris Rock has said the very same thing. Seinfeld said the same thing. Bill Maher has you know, had some issues performing at colleges and the like. And what I'll say is this may be true now, but I think it's kind of sad because going back to the days of Carlin, who all these guys would worship at the altar of George Carlin, that's where he wanted to go because back when he was writing comedy and performing it, that's where the thinkers were. They were at college. That's where that's where the that's where the progressive thinkers were. It seems to me like is that changing? Um, are we less accepting on college campuses than we once were? Because it feels that way. I but I don't know it to be true. I, I, I don't know if with this it's necessarily an acceptance versus a, a knowledge of it. And I understand that like you want an adult audience. I, we could skew this radio show to like, all right, dude, let's try to appeal to an eighteen year old. But I'm glad we don't. I'm glad we do appeal to an, an adult because that's where we both are as humans. I, I, it's not like he's saying like no college kids can ever come to my show again. It's just I'm not going to do a show on a college campus. And I get that. Yeah, I guess I can get it. There, and there is a little bit now. All right, I'm going to speculate. But my guess is when Carlin was pushing the envelope in at colleges back when he was doing it, that people were a little bit, I don't want to call it tougher, but they were a little bit more accepting of a premise of that may be uncomfortable, but not necessarily his actual stance where now if you even float an uncomfortable joke premise it's labeled as your official political stance and this stuff sticks to you now the way i don't think it did in 1978 and so for joe rogan to say this i think he's kind of right about it but it makes me worry about what's happening on college campuses because like i said this is where this stuff used to go because they couldn't find anybody except for the college because the college kids were the young hip cool trendy thinkers and that's where you had to go to get your audience for a comedian. And now it's completely shifted on its head. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, I, I don't know. That, that's what I'm saying. I legitimately don't know if it's good or bad. I think I would want more openness on a college campus just off the top of my head thinking about it. I, I worry about what that's saying about all of us just a little bit. LeBron James has a huge Huge, massive hit on his hands. And we also have Vans Warped Tour tickets. We'll give you both of those next on Rock 106. 106.
1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 1069. We have Vans Warped Tour tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you will need. And that show is uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Out of Blossom. Uh, the guy that won them earlier, David, I believe his name was. I was like, Dave, do you want to go check out Vans Warped Tour? He's like, no, I'm going to give them to my daughter. And I was like, oh, well, That's father good dad the right, right there. there. Good dad. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll go home. Your daughter will be pumped about yeah. that. Like I said the other day, just, you know, you probably have babysitters. Give them to them as payment. That's what I would do. Uh, the ESPYs were last night, if I have that correct. Yeah, they were. And apparently LeBron James was voted best NBA basketball player. Indeed he was. Which I don't think anybody can really argue with. I know Kevin Durant had a hell of a year and the Warriors had a hell of a, yeah. hell of a year. But I think if you put him on the court one-on-one, I think LeBron probably wins. I agree with you on that. I think it's a little bit... I was surprised Kevin Durant didn't get it, though. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I feel like he probably should have. I I think it's probably... What might have happened there is a little hangover from, yeah, but you joined the Warriors, dude. Like, people hate him over it. Yeah, and I understand why, and I hate him over it. There's no doubt about that. But like, if I'm being, if if I'm taking my, if my take, if I'm taking my Cavs hat off, and I'm kind of like, all right, well, who had the best year? Yeah, but th- was that it? Was that what he won last night? I, is I don't think so. It's best player, and I think LeBron's still the best player. I mean, you can have a better year, but overall, who's the better player? I think LeBron's still the better player. Now, I have said, and I think I'm right about it. I think we're entering in the Kevin Durant era. I mean, LeBron's, what, 15, 16, next year's, what, 15 years yeah. in? I mean, how long are you going to be the most dominant player in the league? I don't think it's unfair to say, dude, in your 15th year, you might not be the most dominant player. Now, granted, um, LeBron and I have lived very different lifestyles, but, I mean, he's arguably the same age I am. I think we're like Not year- that different. Phantom <laughs> grew up poor and black in Akron. He but, did. But, I mean, yeah, there's times when I'm like, dude, I'm getting old, so I can only imagine being in the NBA where dudes are 23, 24 years old, and it's like, dude, I'm a decade older than all of these guys. I mean, he's, well, remember, even like Carmelo, remember during the Olympics, like all those dudes were screwing around on the plane and you could just see him in the photo, like, dude, these guys are like teenagers. What am well, I, what yeah. am I, what am I doing here? But LeBron James has another hit on his hands, a major hit. Blaze Pizza Fire is going to open its 200th restaurant today in Menor. This place started with two locations, Irvine and Pasadena, both in California. Then LeBron James jumped on board and bought into the company. They're opening its 200th restaurant. 200 franchises in four years, making it the fastest start in the history of the U.S. food service business. Wow. The fastest start in the history of U.S. food service business. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously McDonald's kind of paved the way and it didn't take them four years. You know, what was the name of that movie Um, with Michael Keaton? The Founder. The Founder, yeah. And it it took them an amount of time before they became the hit that they became. So they kind of paved the way. And obviously, I think Subway's the next thing that you can look at is like, man, there was one on every single street corner. But those were long term things for four years for it to turn into, you know, 200 plus locations. Like, that is pretty impressive. Blaze Pizza CEO Jim Mises says LeBron helps us punch in terms of our brand awareness well above our weight. And he's right. LeBron does help you punch above your weight. As far as like brand awareness, Blaze finished second amongst best pizza chain brands behind Papa John's and ahead of Pizza Hut, which has more than 7,000 locations in the U.S. 
James will use his social media to promote Blaze to his 91 million followers across Facebook. Dear God, Instagram and Twitter. Okay, so they're combining all those. Still, 100 million people, that's a lot. That's a lot. And, I mean, let's be real about, you know, just beyond his social media, I mean, it's not just him sharing it. It's all of us sharing it. If there's a story that LeBron does, you know, that and LeBron's tagging a part LeBron, of, right. and I mean, it's 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 news organizations talking about it, radio shows talking about it. So yeah, it's a huge. I mean, without LeBron being attached to this, we're not talking about this. Nowhere no one, near. No, it. No, you know, nowhere near. No, no, no one is. And that's my point on the food as well. You know, you kind of did this the other day with what's that place? Chick Fil A. You're yeah. not wild about Blaze Pizza Fire. It's the only punch they have is LeBron. It's not that the food's bad, but it's only great because it's fast. Like every time I go there, I'm like, I'm doing this because of LeBron. I wo- I always walk out of there feeling like it was good. It just wasn't great. Like as far like, dude, there's great pizza everywhere now. Bars have good pizza. Breweries, that's like the brewery thing. Like you have really good beer, and then you have really good pizza. Like, uh, like the Can Brewing Company, they have great pizza. There's good pizza everywhere, and I feel like their pizza, honestly, it's just okay. Um, I feel like we've reached a point right now, and we're probably sitting on the cusp of it, where we've reached like pinnacle pizza, where it's like, oh my god, it's enough. Like, it's like bacon was five years ago. How everyone on the internet was like, oh my god, bacon, the best food ever. Now it's all pizza, 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 and it is, dude. Pizza's fantastic. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna agree with you. I, it's not like my favorite pizza of all time. It's not, but it's good. And the thing I like about it is, is that it's like, good. I feel like it's not like if you have pizza for lunch, like if you and me went to the Pizza Hut buffet, dude. Afterwards, I'm gonna be sitting there like, oh my god, dude. Like, need a nap type right. stuff. Food coma. Like, where, where like Blaze Pizza is much lighter. It's much like I don't want to say like fresher, but it just tastes like it. Did, it doesn't feel like I just consumed uh, half of a Pizza Hut. That's true. So like that's kind of why I see it as like a good lunch option and it is a good like fast food option and is a good option for people who are not necessarily health conscious, but like conscious of those kind of. Every time I eat it, I always think the same thing. It's good, but if they didn't have LeBron, this would have never made it. Like I, yeah. I just, I, I just feel like it. They didn't totally nail it. It's the LeBron factor. How pissed are you if you're Swenson's right now? You know, you've been LeBron's favorite restaurant since the, since the kid was old enough to remember what you know, restaurants. I were. never thought of that. But what I, a what a good observation though. How how as like Swenson's corporate did you not you know get on board with LeBron when he went to Miami, bro? Take us to Miami. Dude, take us to Miami. Well, I wonder if that wasn't why he went with this because it already had the potential to because it started in California, so he saw it as a national brand versus not seeing Swenson's as a national brand. If you ask me what I'm going to go have for lunch today, Swenson's or Blaze Pizza, Swenson's. I, I mean, it's better. Like, I, Swenson's has that deliciousness that's like so unique and so like I don't know. Like, it's true. It, 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 that's why I feel like it would be a better national brand. And we've talked about it recently, Mr. Hero. I feel like the same way now, LeBron doesn't have that association with it but those are like things that are unique different and able to but you're right blaze pizza it really is just another pizza option yeah i i not that it's bad but if they if they didn't have lebron i don't think that they're at 200 franchises this fast i think he's the only reason 
that happened. If you haven't tried it yet, it is up in Belden. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I'm not, not going to tell you not to have it. It's good. It's just every time I have it, I'm like, if, the, if it wasn't for LeBron James, I probably would not be into this. And not to start, you know, criticizing Blaze Pizza too much, but like I went there, it was early, like when it had just opened, and I was like, yo, guys, like what does LeBron get here? Like, tell me what the LeBron order is. And they all looked at me like I was like a mutant or something. I honestly think a LeBron version, yeah. like a LeBron pizza there. His smiling would, mug. Like, the Savannah, maybe. Yeah. Like something like that would have would would go a long way. Because, again, people do that. People will go to Swenson's and be like, yo, bro, what's LeBron get? Yeah, dude, I've gone there, and it's a galley boy fries in a California. So, like, that's like a part of their training. The kid told me, he's like, yeah, dude, the manager told us, like, the day that we got hired, like, here's LeBron's order. Of course when, people want to know When that. somebody asks you, here's what you tell them. And it's like, well, then why don't you do that at Blaze Pizza? Of course people want to know what that is. Of course. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't know why Blaze didn't do that. We um we have had another local Canton police shooting happen here in the city, and uh, we have some information on that. We'll pass that on to you next on Rock 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com. If you have not seen it yet, Solierna of Godsmack fame has recorded a new song about the opiate addiction crisis facing our country and we have the video for that up at wrqk.com get back pills get back heroin apparently solierna is releasing a solo album for some unknown reason i uh like i said i feel like godsmack albums were solierna solo album. i can't name another dude like i said earlier there are bands and then there are a band who's one dude like bush was gavin rossdale but led zeppelin is a band Rolling Stones are a band. Stained is Aaron Lewis. U2 is a band. Multiple personalities in that. I feel like you need the edge for U2. I'm not sure. I don't even know who the guitar player in Godsmack is. Not even not even close. No, nor do I care enough to look. <laughs> like, Again, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a band I love that isn't a band. Nine Inch Nails. That's not a band. That's Trent Reznor. So solely earn his new song up at WRQK.com. Keep away from me, fentanyl. All right. I hope that's what it is. I do too, dude. I hope that's what it is. Reading now from the CantonRep.com, police officers uh, shot and wounded an 18-year-old man who had pointed a gun at them. This was early Wednesday. Just Sean M. Nickel was struck once in the leg and apprehended. Around the 1200 block of Worley Avenue Northwest, he was treated at a hospital and booked into the Stark County Jail on charges of carrying a concealed weapon, obstructing official business, resisting arrest, tampering with evidence, and aggravated menacing. Camp Police Captain David Kurzinski said officers stopped a group of males, including Nickel, for suspicious behavior shortly before 2 a.m. This was around 11th and Worley. Further details about the nature of the stop were not released. That's still part of the investigation, uh, the police captain said. Nickel ran north and pointed a gun at officers who had been chasing him. Uh, That's according to the police report. The captain said the number of officers who fired still was under investigation. Multiple officers officers, have been placed on paid administrative leave as is standard procedure following a police-involved shooting. And we obviously know that to be true. This is the second police-involved shooting in Star County this week. 
following an exchange of gunfire Sunday in Uniontown, and uh, I believe Fantone has an update on that situation. Yeah, I just saw from News Channel 5, um, Uniontown PD have, have announced that Sergeant David White is awake and talking this morning. Oh, so, that's good news. Yeah, that's obviously a good thing that, you know, I'm sure there's he's not out of the woods yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not like, oh, everything's fine, but being awake and conscious and being able to talk, um, not only is that good for him health-wise, but also I'm sure going to be good for the fact-finding of this case is that, you know, he's able to communicate there. This is, uh, what, the third shooting, uh, police-involved shooting we've had recently in late May. A, uh, a city officer fatally shot 24-year-old Hayden Stutes, who falsely claimed to have a, a gun while appearing to hold a woman hostage. The police department's investigation was, uh, was given last month to the Stark County's prosecutor's office, where prosecutors are awaiting toxicology results from Stutes' autopsy. So it's, uh, it's been three of them there. But that was good news to hear that uh, of the Uniontown police officer. It's good to hear he's at least up and speaking. Um, what a terrible thing to have had. Yeah, and uh, not a situation that any officer of the law wants to be no. in. Um, and I think it's a good thing that, you know, this this kid didn't die. I mean, I don't want, you know, dead bodies on anyone's no. conscience. I don't want some cop to have to go home and, and think to himself have to deal with it. that I'm the one who, who shot and killed this, this kid or this man, I guess we should call him. Um, and, uh, you know, with everything that's happened in the world in the past three years since this show's inception, I, I think... Many times you and much more so me have been kind of painted into this box of like, oh, oh what do you hate cops? You what are you standing up? This was a justified shooting by right. every by every report, by every every information that's been available to me thus far. This shooting and the other shootings that have been involved in our community recently, those are justified shootings. I don't have a problem with an officer of the law making the decision that I need to save my life, that it's either me or him. And I understand that, dude. I understand and respect that and thank god i don't have to make that decision i i, I don't want it I, I want nothing to do with right. that um but you know there are cases where there has been an abuse of power or a misuse of of lethal force well, that's why i'm always saying with these things you got to judge them case by case you're never going to take cop shootings and be like this is the narrative they're all going to be different because all cops are going to react different now they shouldn't there's there should you know what i mean things should be done by the book but like I always say, it's not black and white. There are gray areas in this stuff. And I got to get Canton Police's back here. For this stuff happening all over the country and for us to have had a couple of shootings here locally, they all seem to be on the up and up, though. Right. And if, you know, if new evidence is to present itself and, oh, my God, we didn't know about this. Then the opinion changes. Then your, then your story changes. But as far as everything I've seen, that this was the way that it was supposed to go down. Nobody wanted it to. But when you're in this situation, that's the decision that you have to make. And the officers have made the right decision so far. Yeah, so, so far, so good. Yeah. So until that changes, then, uh, dude, hats off to the CPD. Thank you guys for doing a very tough job that I want nothing to do with. Nothing. Nothing. To do with that job, that is um, that's grown man business, and I like being here in the in the safe confines yes. of of my comfy <laughs> studio. I do. I like being right here. We know peeing in the pool is gross, but it turns out it's dangerous. I'll explain next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll have two more pairs of Vans Warped Door tickets for you. That will happen tomorrow morning. Starting at 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. If you missed anything from today's show, you'll be able to podcast it shortly after 10 a.m. at WRQK.com. You know, apparently Michael Phelps, world's best swimmer, once told the Wall Street Journal, normal for swimmers to pee in the pool. 
Says it's kind of normal. Chlorine kills it, so it's not bad, he said. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that as an Olympic swimmer who's in the pool for 10 hours out of the day, you've definitely urinated it. For sure, he's done it occasionally, yeah. Now, despite his view of peeing in the pool being normal and widely accepted there, chlorine does not simply kill urine. Instead, what happens is it mixes chlorine does with urine to form hazardous disinfection byproducts, DPPs. In short, they say peeing in the pool, not just gross, but science now claiming that it's dangerous. When someone pees in a pool, urine and chlorine together form the DPP chloramine. Apparently, that's what causes that funky, what we refer to as pool smell. That's urine and chlorine mixing together. They say that when urine and chlorine mix, it can actually corrode metals, cause red eyes, irritate the skin, and trigger a host of respiratory issues. Scientists now believe that chloramines are to blame for the high instances of asthma among swimmers. They couldn't figure it out forever, but now they're trying now they're claiming that the mixing of urine and chlorine essentially turning into chloramine is what is in is what is affecting swimmers with asthma. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that asthma ran rampantly through swimmers. I didn't know that until reading this either. How disgusting is that? That so many people are peeing in pools that swimmers are getting asthma because of it. I mean, it's certainly gross. Um, uh, That's nasty. But there's plenty of people right now who have urinated in a pool and are like, yeah, whatever, dude, who cares? Yeah, when you're 10, as a grown-up, you can't pee in the pool. I agree, but if you're going into a public pool, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, we're getting an indoor water park here. Yeah. Apparently part of Hall of Fame Village. Yeah. And that'll be awesome. It'll bring, you know, a lot of, you know... um, a lot of touristy type mm-hmm. stuff will happen because of that, and it'll be it'll be good. It'll be a lot of money. And I've been to like one of those and Kalahari or yeah, whatever. I've been to like one of those. Like me and and a girlfriend did like a weekend away at it because you know what I mean. You can there's like an adult section and like you, there's swim up bars and you know what I mean. And, and it was fun. We had a good weekend with it. But I was the entire time I was sitting in there. I was like, don't open your mouth anywhere near here because everybody, especially swim up bars, because that's big in Vegas too. So my brother and I will go to the casino sometimes and hit the swim up bar and swim up blackjack tables. And you're just sitting there thinking people are intoxicated here. There's no way people are leaving here to go to the bathroom. Those those swim up bars that like put in bay, dude, and those meat markets that they turn into where everybody's just sitting there making out with each other, dude. It's like splash it's, is like the big one, yeah. Right. I mean, it's disgusting. There's no doubt about it. And no matter what public pool you're going into, whether it's a hotel pool, it's a water park, it's a bar, swim up bar, <coughs> there's urine in that. There is. That's disgusting. Why are grown-ups not willing to get out of the pool? Like, if there's kids, I get it, but you're a grown-up. Um, I, th- I think there's a little bit of laziness, for sure, where it's just like, dude, I'm in here. And then there's also the conception of, ah, eh, chlorine will take care of it. I'll be fine. But it doesn't. I've just given you scientific proof that it doesn't do that, so stop doing that. Plus, like, I don't understand the thought process of that. 
What do you think? You're the only adult peeing in the pool? Like, because I know what the human brain says. The human brain says, well, it's my urine. I don't care. Right. But you're standing right next to somebody who probably just did this too. But see, but then it enters in another part of the reason why it's okay is because, well, dude, everyone's taking a leak in here. Like, well, dude, why am I getting out if everybody else is peeing in here? What, what am I? Uh, yeah, know? I guess what you yeah. should be thinking if everybody's peeing in here, why is my body in here? <laughs> why am I do? Why am I stewing in somebody else's? I had no idea that that's what made the pool smell. Um, no, I thought that was just like the chlorine. And I guess it's one of those things I just take for granted. They're like, ah, yeah, chlorine, fine, whatever. When in reality, yeah, people are peeing in there. And who's the one that's in charge of taking care of the chlorine levels and like the toxicity and the pH balance of the pool? Some stoned 17 year old lifeguard who's like, yeah, dude, I'm trying for summer break. I put the strip in the pool and it's fine now. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll be fine. I wonder if I would even go into like if I was going to go to like an amusement park, if I would go into like the wave thing anymore i wonder if i would even do that anymore um i was just in a public pool not too long ago so yeah i mean and i'll be in there when we go on vacation when i go camping well, i'm sure i'll be in the pool so. i go to the well honestly i, I swim in the pool at the y just as bad as anywhere else i mean and i use that pool a lot at the y so yeah that's probably yeah it's probably urine filled i don't but see again when i'm at the y and i have to go to the bathroom i get out and go to the bathroom because I don't know. I was raised properly, and I—I I mean, we didn't just go to the bathroom anywhere we felt like while I was growing up in my house. My parents were pretty strict about no, you go to the bathroom in the bathroom. The hell's the matter with you people? Like I said, if your six-year-old does it, I got—I get how that happens. But if you're over the age of twenty-one and you're peeing in a pool, you're a dirtbag. That's just my opinion, and I don't care if you hate me for saying it. I don't care if you pee in the pool over the age of twenty-one, you're a dirtbag. We will close out the Stansberry Show. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. On Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9 online, WRQK.com. If you missed anything from today's program, you can podcast it at WRQK.com shortly after 10 a.m. It will be made available. You know what we have not discussed yet this morning? What is that? And before we get out of here, we should probably get into this. I can't believe... Me being the colossal fat ass that I am, have not discussed this yet, but it's another, it's National This Day. Yeah. It's National French Friday. National French Friday. Now, I hadn't thought about that. I, uh, and we have not discussed this yet. But French fries are obviously delicious. And if different foods are going to have their day, this one I get. Um, it's like the official side of where we all eat most, which is quick service restaurants. It's like the official thing that they do. And, uh, you know, if you get it from a drive-thru, we all eat them in the car. It's like you can't even wait to where you're to where you're going. It's like, eh, the burger or the chicken sandwich or whatever, I'll wait to where, I, where I'm going. But the fry, yeah, let me just get a couple of those. And <laughs> before you know it, you get all the way home and you have no more side. Then all that's left is the burger because you ate the fries the whole way home. And... So the natural question will be, who has the best French fries? Um, two things. Number one, how is natural nat- National French Friday not on a Friday? Wouldn't it be like, yo, the second Friday of every July, right? Like, <laughs> that's not too much of a stretch for me. Right. I mean, we move Easter. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, if we can move move Easter, then yeah, Friday can always be on a Friday. It's not New Year's Day. You know what I mean? We can can move that one around. I feel like that. 
Um, and I like that. Number two, I'm not a huge French fry guy. If you give me the option at almost any restaurant, if I could have like a sandwich and a junior sandwich instead of a fries as a side dish, I'm going to take that. Who gives you that option? Well, I mean, you you, you order a la carte there, you know. Oh, you you're saying to- like, yeah, I'll just take that cheeseburger and then just give me a junior bacon cheeseburger right. instead of the fries. Right. Yeah. I, that's that's if I, if I'm going to be honest there. You but- know who else did that? You know who else did, did, did that? You know who was, was a huge fan of that? Was, was Seth that? the Barbarian. Really? That was always his thing. Double sandwich. Hair. And he would not get the fries. He would just get more sandwiches. Dude, I mean, sandwiches. But I, he was 300 pounds. <laughs> well, I'm working my way up to you, Seth. Although he's lost a bunch of weight. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with a, 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 a Northeast Ohio classic, and I think it makes sense that Mr. Hero and the waffle fries are certainly near the top of the pops for me. There's a lot of other good fry options, but I'll give it the hometown nod there. Yeah, they're great. Waffle fries are great. Um, they're delicious. They I, I, as far as like chains go, it's hard not to put McD's at the top, man. They're just good. There. They're just good. Uh, Mr. Hero, yes, for sure. Um, the Rally's fries are, are really, really good. Um, sleeper pick here. I think Arby's fries are really good. Oh, yeah. Curly, curly fries. fries. Curly delicious. fries are delicious. As we list off all these different kinds of fries, like McDonald's is standard cut. Mr. Hero's waffle cut. Arby's is curly fries. Which of those, you know, there's shoestring, there's crinkle cut. Which of the fry types is your favorite? Oh, I'll go standard. Standard cut? Yeah, I think okay. standard cut's probably the way to go there. I've uh again, like Steak and Shake has those mini fries. Yeah. Why don't they have steak fries? If the whole yeah. thing is it's not a hamburger, it's a steak burger, then where's the steak fry? Yeah, yeah, steak fry's good. Red um, Robin's got good steak fries. Uh, potato wedges, I feel like, are a pretty solid French fry option good choice. there. It's a good choice. Um, uh, sweet potato fries I'm a fan of as well. Oh, I like those too. So, I mean, you really but can't But don't go be wrong. giving me zucchini and no. passing it off as fries. That's no. not the same thing. I'll tell you, as, uh, as you're a big fan of the waffle fry. Yeah. And Mr. Hero does have good waffle fries. You know what's a local non-chain restaurant that's got amazing waffle fries? Where's that? Is Erie Street Pub. Really? Their waffle fries and cheese are really good. You can get like a side order or like a, like a bucket of like waffle fries and cheese. And yeah, Erie Street Pub's legit on those. There you go. Those are very, very good. National Friday right here. Dude, I've been trying to like not eat that kind of stuff. But again, it's... Like, how do I not have fries on National Friday? Yeah, dude, it's pretty much a contractual obligation. If you check the Constitution, it actually says in there, I think it's the 11th Amendment. Well, what it was, <laughs> when I signed my contract, they said to me, if you ever talk about a National Food Day, you must take you part. You must do yeah, that. you must take That's why I never talk about National Liver and Onions Day, because I don't want to take part in that. But I probably will have some French fries today, because, well, any excuse I can have to put carbs into my fat pie hole, I always take I'm like, yeah, all right, I guess that's an excuse to eat it. I'm going to eat it. Aside from that, we are done for the day. We will have Vans Warped Tour tickets for you again tomorrow. We'll have two opportunities for you to snag those tomorrow. Aside from that, you guys have a great afternoon. See you.